Thank you, choir. <clears throat> there are people who are gen generally happy and content in whatever situation they may be in. When I look at their situation, the situation is not very good, and yet they're still happy and very uh, content. But there are also people who are never content, who never feel content. Uh, they are not, they, they are never satisfied and they don't feel the sense of fulfillment uh, in life. If other people had uh, what they had, then they would have been uh, overjoyed. But somehow uh, these people don't seem to find uh, uh, much of satisfaction uh, in life. I wonder whether uh, that is a symptom of this modern world. Maybe it's a, it's a result of having too much, too many things. It, they don't give us uh, satisfaction and contentment. Uh, I wonder whether that is the cause. I don't know exactly what the cause of uh, uh, this is, but we have so much. Uh, beyond uh, excess, uh, excessive kind of, uh, yeah. So, but still, we are not very happy. And I find people very angry, uh, people very dissatisfied. When I drive, I ask myself, why are they so angry? The way, drive, the, the way they drive is very angry driving. And just little things, they just uh, are not patient. There's no deep-seated satisfaction. And then Prophet Haggai, long time ago, already saw uh, this condition. He said, you eat, but you never have enough. You drink, but you never have your fill. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. How accurate. No matter how much we eat, we don't get satisfaction. That's a pretty accurate description of many people in our generation. And this is what Haggai said also, the next verse. You earn wages and put them into a bag with holes. How accurately he saw that. What a good image. We make all the efforts, but it's like putting everything into a bag with holes. Sometimes our, our life is like a bag with a big hole. No matter what we, we do, we have this huge emptiness, huge hole in our existence. Discontentment is a spiritual condition. It is not because we don't have enough. Having this much, and if we are not still content, then the problem is nothing in the world can satisfy us. I mean, having this much, and we are still not content, that is sad because nothing in the world can really satisfy us. Last Tuesday, Hanka Presbytery asked me to do a lecture 
And the, the topic they gave me was happy ministry. <laughs> they think that I'm doing very happy ministry, <laughs> which uh, is true. I think I am. I'm doing a happy ministry. Uh, but I told them this. There's no such a thing as happy ministry that exists separately. When you do ministry, that makes you happy. And the ministry does not belong to professional ministers. We are all called to do ministry. And when we live a life with the heart of doing ministry for others, we become happy. So there's no such thing as happy ministry. But when we do live our life with the attitude and heart of doing ministry for others, we become happy. That's the secret of happiness. We are called. Everyone is called to the ministry for each other. That's why the uh, Protestant um, motto, uh, motto is a priesthood of all. Everyone is a priest. Last Thursday, Bian called me to come and pray for her father uh, at the hospital. So I went and spent some time uh, with her and prayed for her father. I read Psalm 23. Uh, but when I was reading it, I don't know why, but somehow I saw a very emotional face on his face. He was kind of unconscious. Uh, but I saw that so clearly. And that put tears in my eyes, so I, t I had to stop in the middle of it. Even though he was a very strong man, strong-willed man, but he was so good, so soft, and so good to ministers at this church. They decided to take the life support on Friday, the next day. The whole family gathered, and that's what he wanted while he was alive. And the whole family gathered together, including grandchildren. And we all gathered around, had that last worship together. I led, led the worship, and the Reverend Chung and I left first. And the family members uh, remained, and then they all said goodbye to their father and grandfather. And then they took out the life support. When I came home, I got a text from Myung that her father passed away. That is what ministry is. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. That's how we are supposed to live. That's what life is all about. Life is not about competition. Life is not about winning. Life is not about just getting money. Life is about helping each other. Life is, life is about supporting each other. Doesn't matter who they, they are. We are called to the ministry to each other. St. Paul learned that secret of ministry from Jesus Christ. That's why he was happy. Not because he had a lot but because he could do something good for other people. He learned the secret of being happy 
and being content. That's why he said, rejoice. And he said, I will say it again, rejoice. But when he said that he was in prison, and during that time, prison, they, they, they didn't, they did not have proper judicial system. So the, he didn't know what will bring tomorrow. They may say to kill him. So he was in prison. He wasn't sure about his future, about his life and death. And also, because he was in prison, all other people said, look at him. See, that is the gospel that he preached. But ultimately, he was uh, uh, caught in, uh, uh, prison, arrested in prison. So they, they were kind of mocked at him. He, they criticized him. In that situation, he said, rejoice. Being in prison, not knowing whether I have life or not tomorrow, and being criticized by other people, these may be the reasons for us to be unhappy. But that, th those were not the reasons for St. Paul to be unhappy. And if these things are not reasons for being unhappy, then there is nothing in the world that can make St. Paul unhappy. Nothing in the world can make St. Paul unhappy. That's why St. Paul said this. Not that I'm referring to being in need, for I've learned to be content with whatever I have. Whatever I have. I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty in any and all circumstances. I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, of having plenty and of being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I can do all things meaning I can be, I can be in any circumstances and still I can be content. That's what he meant. And right after that, he said, in any case, it was kind of you to share my distress. In other words, they ministered to him. Not only he ministered to them, but they ministered to St. Paul. That's what life is all about. Ministering to each other. Being with those who are suffering. After the presentation of Wano, uh, uh, the, the Reverend Cho last week, uh, there are a lot of uh, you know uh, complaints and all kinds of things uh, going on. Uh, in not much in ESM, but in uh, KSM, uh, and then a uh, few people sent me a text, Reverend. It's hard, isn't it? Cheer up. Be courageous. Be good. Your message always inspires me. These kind of uh, texts uh, come to me. So we are ministering to each other. In spite of the situation. I know it's a very difficult topic that we are dealing with. In today's passage, St. Paul said, 
But if we have food and clothing, we'll be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. So true. If you try to be rich, if you fall into desire to be rich, that's what will happen. That's what will happen. And he said, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Not money. Love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. We have to listen to it very, very seriously. This is the word of God. Money is a powerful thing. It can do so much for us. It gives us comfort, luxury, and security. And it gives us confidence, sense of worth, and the privilege. That's why people love money. But remember, what is so powerful can be also very dangerous. If it is not powerful, it's not dangerous. But what is so powerful can be also very dangerous. You know, Abraham and Lot, uh, they had a kind of uh, conflict and difficulties. So they could not stay together. So they decided to go separate ways. So Abraham told Lot, his uh, uh, nephew, go wherever you go and take the possession of the land, whatever you take, if you take the right side, I will take the left side. If you take the left side, I will take the right side. So you choose first. And then I'll choose what is, whatever is left over. And Lot looked around. Oh, that land. Fertile, good land. So he chose that land. The thing is, what looked good to Lot also looked good to everybody else. There were kings around that uh, land. And they, were, they, they, they all tried to possess the land. And that land, in the end, became battlefield. And Lot had to leave that land, ultimately. What is so powerful, what is so popular, can be also very dangerous. Yes, money can do so much for us, but it is also very dangerous. That's why Jesus strongly warned against love of money. He said, no one can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. You cannot serve both. St. Paul said to the rich, as for those who in the present age are rich, commend them not to be haughty or to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but rather on God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Enjoyment. St. Paul taught us then how to live. 
there to do good. To be rich in good works. Generous. And ready to share. That's a good life. Not following after the money, but following after doing good in life. With whatever we have. Being content comes from the abundance of our heart. And that abundance of heart is the generosity. Let us live with generosity. Not with the fear of scarcity. God will provide us. God will provide us with all our needs. That is not something that we need to worry about. All my life, God has provided with many, many good things. I didn't have to worry about those things. When I first went into ministry, that first came into my mind, actually. Am I going to survive? But last 30-some years, God has provided me with many, many good things beyond my expectation. Always think about doing ministry. Always think about doing good. Be generous. That should be our lifestyle. Let us sing together.